welcome to episode four of the Cozy Cottage Gaming Podcast. This is the Blizzard Buffet Edition. You can follow the show on Twitter at the underscore Cozy Cottage. You can email the show at Cottage at gmail.com. You can visit the website to get all contact information, all the platforms the show is available, and the handy dandy show notes at CozyCottageGaming.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Harena. And you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Cozy underscore Harena. So welcome to the Cozy Cottage. This is the Blizzard Buffet Edition. And what that means is I hope you brought your appetite for Blizzard gaming news because that is what I am serving up today at the Cozy Cottage, the place where cozy gaming chat occurs. So I hope you brought your appetite because we're diving into some Blizzard gaming news right now. Raven Software Quality Assurance employees created the first video game industry union at a major North American studio in January. Following a labor rights strike that began in December, the Game Workers Alliance was formed with a supermajority of employees voting in favor. That is, whether it receives management recognition or not, it can be formalized through the U.S. National Labor Relations Board, but the union desire official desired official voluntary recognition regardless. It was not given by Activision Blizzard. The union was created in the same month that the Microsoft announced its $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. According to the Washington Post, 15 Raven employees signed a letter this week urging Microsoft CEO Sata Nadella to give Activision Blizzard a helping hand. Activision Blizzard's law firm, Reed Smith, is also chastised in the letter for anti-union content on its website. And it's quoted saying, I hope you would agree that this condescending and insulting attitude toward employees who are attempting to improve their workplace should not be condoned, the letter reads. In response, Lisa Tenzi, Microsoft's corporate vice president and general counsel, told the Washington Post that the business would not stand in the way of Activision Blizzard's management recognized the union. Microsoft respects the right of Activision Blizzard employees to choose whether or not to be represented by a labor organization, and we will respect their choices, Tanzi, which is the Microsoft's corporate vice president, stated. So we will keep an eye on this if Activision Blizzard recognizes as a union, it's nice to know that Microsoft will not stand in the way. And further news about the whole Blizzard lawsuit saga, a judge is likely to approve the $18 million Activision Blizzard sexual harassment suit settlement. Activision Blizzard is one step closer to resolving one of the numerous sexual harassment and workplace misconduct lawsuits it is facing. According to a California filing published Tuesday, U.S. District Judge Dale Fisher is prepared to approve Activision Blizzard's $18 million settlement with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC. According to the filing, the court is generally satisfied that both the monetary relief and the non-monetary provisions are fair, reasonable, and adequate. The evidence presented by the opposition was described as speculative at best. We are 
please that the court recognizes our agreement with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission is fair, adequate, and in the public interest, Activision Blizzard said in a statement to the Washington Post. Our goal has always been to provide immediate and meaningful compensation to eligible employees who choose to participate and to continue workplace improvements that make Activision Blizzard a model for our industry. The California Department of Fair Employment and Housing first sued Activision Blizzard in July, accusing the video game publisher of having a frat boy workplace culture. Following the EEOC lawsuit, Activision Blizzard agreed to establish an $18 million fund for harassment and discrimination victims in September. On the heels of all of that news with Activision and Blizzard and lawsuits, we have more news. A new Activision Blizzard lawsuit alleges sexual harassment retaliation endured by women for years. This is a new complaint that was filed by a current employee against Activision Blizzard. The publisher of Call of Duty makes new charges of sexual harassment inside the company. This time, the focus seen on leaders in Blizzard's IT department, the current employee was routinely subjected to unwelcome advances, touching inappropriate statements according to the lawsuit. She claims that she was retaliated against after reporting it to HR and that she was then passed up for promotions in an attempt to force her to leave. The latest lawsuit was filed on March 23rd in Los Angeles Superior Court on behalf of a current employee referred to as Miss Doe, who first made these allegations in a news conference last December. It says that despite Activision's Blizzard's public vows to help the victims, the company has continued to retaliate against the employee in the months since she came forward. According to the lawsuit, she was passed over for a promotion weeks later with no explanation. It also claims that the corporation misrepresented two other employees in an email in January claiming that she had been fired. The lawsuit claims that Activision Blizzard's unrelenting efforts to ouster continued on February 1st, 2022, when it hired two new temporary employees to perform the precise jobs that Miss Doe performed. The lawsuit also details the alleged sexual misconduct in Blizzard's IT department, identifying three former workers as defendants. Former Chief Technology Officer Ben Kilgore, former Chief Information Officer Derek Ingalls, and former Director of IT Mark Skorupa. Prior to Blizzard, the first two were Microsoft workers, and Skorupa is presently employed with Microsoft. Microsoft is pressing on with a $68.7 billion plan to buy Activision Blizzard, which has been criticized for its treatment and sexual harassment claims in the past, and actually the present, apparently. So, more news to keep your eyes on. And in our last bit, as if there has not been an overflow in this Blizzard buffet, Microsoft's Activision Blizzard buyout faces one last obstacle. Microsoft's decision to buy publishing behemoth Activision Blizzard for a hefty $7 billion definitely feels like old news, but the finer details are still being ironed out. The fact that there is so much at stake 
of course, is why the deal is taking so very long. Normally, the Department of Justice regulates deals like this, but the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, has taken control this time. The commission's job is to make sure that the acquisition doesn't result in Microsoft monopolizing the game market, which may happen if key titles like Call of Duty become an Xbox exclusive. All right, so I got some tea for a possible BlizzCon 2022 announcement. Found it on the Twitters, and it was posted by Shrey205. And they said, now this is just like, put your tinfoil hat on, because that's what they they claim it. It's like tinfoil hat topic, but they feel very confident enough to post it on Twitter, they said. BlizzCon 2022, they're guessing that it will be taking place and that it will be between November 4th and 5th of this year. And they think that it's going to be announced soon. And they posted their evidence to this. And they said that the evidence they have is a reply to a Reddit comment of theirs. And then the messages back and forth with the person who commented. And then they actually screenshot and shared the picture and the, and the convention center calendar and everything backing it all up. So this is just an alleged theory, you know, off from the interwebs. But I wanted to share it with you. All right. So the images that they shared was from Reddit and there's the screenshots. And it says, so-and-so, they blinked it out, reply to your comment. And then in the r forward slash BlizzCon Reddit. And they said, I know this is old, but I work for a hotel and there's a BlizzCon 2022 in the system, October 30th to November 6th. So hopefully, and then in the next screenshot, it says, let me see, I just clicked on the same one. Doop, doop, doop. So then it has a screenshot of their conversation. So they said, so like, I got the email about your comment reply in the BlizzCon subreddit and I see you already deleted it, but do you have any proof of where you're based or the validity of what you said? I'm guessing the deletion was because you could get fired for saying something, but you know, I'm curious. So this person said, yeah, I can't really post any more of my screen, but I have this up in my group bookings. Companies are usually the ones that make these bookings. And then they shared the image and they said it's listed under business. So a company 100% called in and negotiated rates with a group sales team. So then they said, oh, I totally understand not being able to share more, you know, because somebody, you know, just might post it on Twitter like this. Um, I shared the comment with my friends, but covered your username. So none of it can get back to you at all. But we also checked the convention center calendar and it definitely lines up properly, giving past BlizzCon patterns. So this is amazing info and it's really nice to feel a small glimmer of hope again. Thank you. And then the person finished by saying, yep, there's usually a hefty deposit for that to you. And it hasn't been canceled, so here's to hoping. And then I said, fingers were crossed. So then they actually shared the picture of the actual um, calendar in from this person's hotel. So very interesting, which is also interesting because like it has all their stuff in there, you know, so who knows. But... I will put the link to the tweet in the show notes and all that jazz, but it says BlizzCon 2022 and it shows that it is marked in as the start date of 1030, the day before Halloween, uh, 2022, and then the end date is 11, so November 6, 2022, and the city is Anaheim. So let's 
wait and see. With all of the, the crazy Blizzard news, um, ups and downs and purchases and lawsuits and all that stuff, it'd be pretty ballsy <laughs> for them to be like, yeah, what? and not to mention COVID. And let's just go charging forward for BlizzCon 2022. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. <laughs> I feel like I'm just sitting back and eating popcorn at this point because it has been a roller coaster. All right, moving on. All right, so moving forward in our Blizzard buffet, our second stop is going to be World of Warcraft. Now, being that this is a Blizzard buffet episode, that means that I'm going to actually be covering the headlines and I'm not diving too deep past those headlines. When a, a bunch of news about a specific game that I want to report on becomes available, then I will put out a main course episode. So we're keeping it to the basics. Our first news announcement with World of Warcraft is announcing the World of Warcraft Student Art Contest 2021 winners. This has been going for 10 years and is presented by Blizzard Entertainment's early careers and World of Warcraft development teams. And they have actually gotten all the winners and rounded them up. So you can check out the winners and the runners up in the show notes for each of their four categories. They have a winner. So I will put those in the show notes. Next, we have hot fixes were announced and posted yesterday, March 24th, 2022. So if you want to go and see what changes were made to your dungeon, your raid, your character, items or rewards, you can head there to find out. Also, if you are interested in playing WoW Classic, the Burning Crusade Classic Zulaman is actually open now. They opened it yesterday, March 24th, and it has um, a list of their dungeon and raid updates, the epic gem updates, additional updates for the actual raid, and then also more information on the raid and the different uh, new 10-player raid that just came. It has the six raid bosses, and you have to be level 70 to participate and it's located Zulaman is located in the Ghostlands in the Eastern Kingdoms. There is no attunement required to enter the instance and Zulaman has a three-day reset lockout and you can do certain timed challenges and you can win yourself a Zulaman Amani Warbear Epic Mount. So if you want to find out more information on that, head to the show notes. World of Warcraft added some more enhancements to help our game play. It offers accessibility updates that are now available to us. And they said since their first Shadowlands update on accessibility, the team has been hard at work building new accessibility options and improving existing ones. So I'll just tell you what they added. And then if you want to go in more in depth, head to the show notes and read it yourself or listen to my World of Warcraft wonton episode, episode three. So this is the, they added a new unit frame mouse overcast, a new click cast binding option, a new cursor scaling option, controller support, text to speech updates, additional chat commands. So they're improving accessibility in World of Warcraft for all players and it is an ongoing effort and they look forward to bringing more updates in the future. 
After you've been getting the itch to PvP in World of Warcraft Retail, you can jump into this week's PvP brawl called the Packed House. It was announced on March 20, 22nd of 2022. And with the Packed House, they've put more PvP in our PvP. In Packed House, there's nowhere to hide as we will face not two, not three, not five, but 15 adversaries in the 15 versus 15 arena battle. So this will run from March 22nd to the 29th, and then a new PvP event will start then, and then that will be the March 29th to April 5th. It will be the Deep Six Resource Race. The Torghast Unbridled Darkness bonus event is now live. Shadowlands introduced the series of three new bonus events within Torghast, the Tower of the Dam, offering unique new event anima powers. These new powers will provide a variety of wild new abilities to utilize during your adventure through the halls. If you choose the event-themed anima power at the start of the run, the remaining choices for that run will change to include additional event-themed powers to choose from along the way. So, if that sounds like something you're interested in, go and give it a try. There is more information included and the scheduling of events going forward uh, in the show notes. The weekly bonus event for is the Warlords of Draenor Time Walking. And we are going to have the opportunity this week to prime our minds for an especially tangled chronospatial conundrum the Warlords of Draenor Time Walking. Players will be able to adventure into six of Warlords of Draenor's dungeons to reap new rewards all week during this week's bonus event. Your character and items will be scaled down to a power level fitting for the challenge at hand, but bosses will yield loot appropriate for your regular level. Time Walking Dungeons have also given the chance to drop items that usually drop when you run them on Heroic, and you'll learn reputation with a faction that is interested in that dungeon. The Shadowlands Mage Tower returns permanently. When first introduced in Legion, the Mage Tower challenged players to conquer unique solo class specific encounters. Now the tower is open once again, bringing back the excitement with all new rewards to obtain and a chance to prove your tenacity. Are you a master of your class? It's time for you to put your knowledge and skill to test once more. So they did add an update where they said, we originally developed the Legion time walking bonus event. We were looking for other fun features from Legion that we could add to it. Time Worn keystones were part of that, and the Mage Tower is as well. Having heard feedback and seen how it has played out, we agree that a personal skill challenge being available only for a short window of time every few months isn't in the spirit of these types of events. As such, starting on the week of March 29th, the Mage Tower will be accessible at any time, no longer tied to the Legion Time Walking bonus event this sounds like something you're interested in, you can gain access to the Mage Tower by traveling to the Broken Isles and reach the Broken Shore from Dalaran. There, at Deliverance Point, you'll be able to enter the tower and engage in a challenge meant to test your skills. There are seven encounters available and your specialization will determine which challenge you will face. Alright, we are moving out of Azeroth and we are moving into the Sunken City, which is Hearthstone's next expansion. Calling all adventurers! 
They are preparing for an underwater expedition down to the ancient city of Zinashari. The long-lost city is home to beautiful sights and terrifying danger. Look out for those colossal sea creatures, schools of ravenous swarmers, and the territorial Naga. Brave this danger, and who knows what mysteries you'll dredge up from the depths. Secure your snorkel and fasten your flippers. Soon they will be departing on the Voyage to the Sunken City. Voyage to the Sunken City will launch worldwide on April 12th, 2022, and it will launch with 135 new collectible cards. And you can find the entire full voyage to the Sunken City schedule and for the card reveals and see which cards were announced today by visiting the card library. And you can head to the show notes or at playhearthstone.com. And you can also check back frequently because the list is going to be updated with new cards as they are revealed. All right, now that we're done with those Hearthstone hash browns, we're moving into some Overwatch omelets. We have an announcement with the Overwatch 2 PvP beta, frequently asked questions. I did not go through and not going to cover all of them. There's a whole bunch of questions. I did pull out some pretty, you know, decent ones that I thought were something that you'd need to know. And then if you want to dig further, then you can go to the show notes or the blizzard.com uh, overwatch section. But they have stated that your support has arrived and they are here to provide you with additional information following the most recent developer update and game director Aaron Keller. The closed PvP beta is coming for Overwatch 2 on April 26th and they have answers to some of your most burning questions. So question number one, how are close beta participants selected? Beta participants in the testers are chosen based on a variety of factors, including but not limited to your battle.net region when you signed up and your computer hardware specifications. And they are also inviting select journalists and community contributors from around the world. And also they wanted to know if you want to know if you need a copy of Overwatch 1 to access the closed beta. Yes, you will need to own a copy of Overwatch 1 to access the first closed beta for Overwatch 2. And question number three, I am a console player. Will I be able to play in the first closed beta? And the answer is our first closed beta will be available on PC only, but we do have plans to include console players in the future betas. Question four, how will I know if I'm selected to participate in the closed beta? If you are selected to participate in the closed beta, you will receive an invite via email. Invites will always be sent to email addresses associated with your battle.net account. And question five, when I start playing in the first closed beta, or when can I start playing in the first closed beta? The first closed beta will appear and be available on PC beginning April 26, 2022. Question six, how can I opt into Overwatch closed beta? So to opt into the beta, visit the play, playoverwatch.com forward slash beta and click the button that says sign up now. Clicking this button will prompt you to sign in with your battle.net ID or for you to create one. And then once you've signed in or created a new account, you will be opted in for a chance to be invited into the closed beta. And please note that opting in does not guarantee us an access to the closed beta. So do not tweet angry tweets at people for not getting in. <laughs> Moving on. I hope you enjoyed your omelet.
All right, now we are going to be covering some Call of Duty news that, have come, that has come out. The Call of Duty Vanguard, welcome to the Alps. Blizzard Entertainment posted March 23rd, 2022, that this new mode, Arms Race, will take place on Alps, Vanguard's largest map, which is located in Task Force Yeti's main area of operations. Drop in across this alpine tundra from the ice-covered lake to the mountainside fortresses and capture all bases to win. After capturing a base, operators have the option of respawning at the base or any other captured points on the map. In addition to spawning in on their fellow quad members, the bases automatically open the gates for the defending team, allowing allies safe passage while closing when enemies approach. By default, two of the Alps' seven potential bases will be decommissioned, resulting in a five-base battle for supremacy. To assist you, every friendly base contains several buy stations, similar to those seen on Champion Hill. To aid your cause, you can use the cash you earn by capturing objectives or stealing from other players to buy weapons, equipment, killstreaks, field upgrades, or even use your custom loadouts as long as you have cash for it. So, there is a Call of Duty Modern Warfare Rebirth Reinforced Guide that is presented by Knox, and it is posted by James Matone on March 22nd, 2022, so I put the link to that if you want to get more acquainted. Alright, we're going to wrap up the Blizzard Buffet episode with the Battle.net Spring Sale announcement. There is up to 67% off through March 29th. You have three days left to see what they have to offer. It is becoming an elite Call of Duty operative, something you've been meaning to cross off your bucket list. Have you been wistfully watching your friends eliminate enemies in Overwatch, wishing you could join? Do you hunt? for bargains as passionately as you hunt demons in Diablo while they say that they have got us covered with the Battle.net Spring Sale. From now until March 9th, you can get big discounts on your favorite Battle.net titles, snacks and cheap bundles, and spring clean some items off your wish list. Don't wait too long. The sale ends soon, so let's take a look and see what they have. So I was kind of bummed that the only thing they offered for World of Warcraft was one thing. One thing! It was the cat pack, and you could save up to 65% off. And then, like, if you have, and it was pretty cool. I mean, the cat pack is pretty cool. The fact that there's only one item in the sale for World of Warcraft was pretty not cool, in my opinion. But the cat pack was cool. If you, like, they would prorate it if you owned some of the cats or whatever. So it's normally like a hundred and some bucks, 120 bucks or whatever. And, but you get 65% off. And then, like, it said that I already owned some of the cats in the pack. So Call of Duty has a lot more to offer. They have um, stuff like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered up to 25% off. Call of Duty Black Ops 4 up to 67% off and so on. So they have like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 10 sales. Call of Duty Endowment Coal, the code Timeless Pack 30% off. Battle Doc Pack up to 40% off. Challenger Pack up to 40% off. Ultimate Edition up to 20% off. And the Call of Duty Vanguard is up to 35% off. 
and the Call of Duty Modern Warfare is 50% off, and the Black Ops Cold War is 50 up to 50% off. So Overwatch, you can get the Standard Edition up to 25% off, and the Overwatch Legendary Edition up to 50% off, and Diablo 2 Resurrected is up to 25% off, the Diablo Prime Evil Collection is up to 30% off. Hearthstone has two bundles that, that will be returning to the shop for a limited time. The Battlegrounds bundles, the Guardians of Azeroth is up to 40% off, and the Battlegrounds Heroes, Beauties, and Cuties is up to 45% off. And then you can also explore new Hearthstone products. They have the Voyage to the Sunken City that you can get right now on pre-purchase, and also the Mega Bundle for pre-purchase. And then there's StarCraft. Uh, you can get the StarCraft 2 Nova Convert um, bo Ops Bundle, Covert, I said Convert, Covert up to 33% off, the StarCraft 2 Campaign Collection up to 25% off, the Campaign Collection Digital Deluxe 33% off, up to 33% off, and then the Cartooned uh, StarCraft Remastered up to 20% off, and the StarCraft uh, um, Remastered up to 33% off, and the StarCraft Remastered Cartoon up to 30% off. And BlizzCon Arcade Collection, the Blizzard Arcade Collection is up to 50% off right now. And I think that's like $9.99, I want to say. And uh, the Crash Bandicoot 4 is about time, is up to 25% off. So there you go. You can click through your battle.net app and get a closer view on all of the sales that are going on. F my rambling did it no justice. All right. So don't, but don't hesitate and don't wait because you get up to 67% off your selections through March 29th. You got three days. You got three days. All right, so that does it for episode four of the Cozy Cottage Gaming Podcast. This has been your Blizzard Buffet Blizzard Gaming News episode. You can follow the show on Twitter at the underscore Cozy Cottage. You can email the show at Cottage at gmail.com. You can go to the website CozyCottageGaming.com and you can follow me on Twitch at Cozy underscore Harina. And you can follow me on Twitter at Harina. All right, well, I hope you come back and I hope you bring your appetite. Take care, happy travels and adventures. Bye.